2: That's grand, because we're live now. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to the third iteration of the self um with us here in Snugcast. myself, DJ Walsh, Owen, Tab, and we're joined this week. Uh, Finn's on a hiatus. He's, he can only do two weeks in a row with us before he gets fed up. So we've uh, drafted in Peter Cavanagh, uh, co-host of Motherfucklore, Irish language activ- activist, um, eat a man who enjoys a crisp, and um, also a, a councillor for South Dublin County Council, and uh, just all around good guy. How are you getting on? <laughs>
1: in my kitchen and um you know, we'll look
2: we'll we'll make two these, these are the sacrifices we make for the great improvement so hopefully we can get through it all together brilliant Anna. Oh, and uh oh it's a it's a week since um we last spoke in this format <laughs> uh how's your week been Yeah, you've gone you've gone from uh, Novak Djokovic to Thibaut Courtois overnight.
3: Um,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a smooth transition, and um, I suppose uh, let's kick it off with the most important question tonight. Anyway, Cav, uh, welcome to Snowcast. Unfortunately, your first time on is not in person. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Virtually? Um, no, I'm actually drinking. It. <laughs>
1: Honestly, they're in there so long. Uh, I think the uh, the dates
2: may be questionable uh, on them. So I figured uh, it's as good a time as any to crack open that lovely gift that's uh, you know, The only thing I found out is I don't have any wine glasses, so it's a mug of wine. Then, so, listen, no, I'm wrong. I'm wine, it's as far from wine glasses we were layered here in this podcast, anyway. <laughs> um, that's an interesting point you make about, um, about about not drinking much at home, neither do I, and. Um, I find that people find out that you have a podcast where you go to the pub and go for pints every week. So, like, every time someone has to buy me something or congratulate me for something or, or someone wants to give me something, they give me cans or give me bottles. or I, d- I don't drink at home. Like there's a whole shelf full of bottle random collection of bottles over. and um, But obviously, with the current predicament and the pubs not being open, we have to make do what we have. Uh, Owen, what are you on yourself? I was only saying saying to Owen, um, when the pubs first closed before Kildare Brewing Company sorted us out a week week or two ago, um, we actually had, and by sorted us out, we bought the cans off the mossy. I thought it was a bit of spawn con period, I'm saying. No, no, uh, Hashtag
1: hashtag sponsors.
2: (laughs) Perks of the job. but actually, I, I found a few. Bo- I wanted to have a bottle there. Just um, went the, up a couple of days after the pubs are closed. And now lamenting bottle, and uh, all I had in the house that I could find, I couldn't find my like stash of random cans and bottles. They were moved around for some reason. So I, I came across the but- a couple of bottles of Heineken that had the UEFA Champions League final logo on them. I've no, no idea where they came from. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't even think it was Madrid 2019. I think it could have been Istanbul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll do. I was going to say they do this year, but that's obviously been cancelled too. It's supposed to be in Istanbul this year as well, but there we are. Like um, that just goes to show how often I drink at home. But I'm I'm longing for a pub. Like do you know that? Do you know that smell of a pub? It entirely depends on the pub. Yeah. Yeah, but like if if you could create like a, some sort of potpourri that would give you an all of a certain pulp, I reckon you'd you'd be onto a big winner during lockdowns. Like if it's I could have... smell of like, tobacco from about forty years ago is still lingering around like uh, listen <laughs> You're you're, make, you're making me nostalgic for the wandering now. <laughs> <Owen>. <laughs> I don't know about the opening of a nightclub one I've never been to one then but Cal, all i say to you is I know what GA clubs you have up there in South Dublin because the GA club that I played with growing up in Cork had um, the pub there was open every night <laughs> Oh no, the bar's open, it's the function room Oh, the function room No, I'm talking about function room That's how bad this is going to be after the lockdown Oh, oh yeah, it was It's going to be like function room I don't even want to think You're, you're upsetting me now traumatic enough besides having function room guinness to look forward to actually usually we we name a podcast after something someone says during the podcast but obviously we have to name these ahead of time yeah i i think what we should do is for for when the lockdown's over the three of us should meet up for a function room guinness and have a podcast about it okay it's a deal that's fine You'll have to be my guide. I'll come down. We'll go for a function and get myself a I think everywhere will be a function room when it's uh, when we're first back from lockdown. Anyway, but um, I suppose I want to carry on for that But well, the first, the first place I'd probably want to go for a pint is obviously Philly Grinds, like just an absolute institution and easily my favourite pub. Um, the one that's probably featured on the most podcasts that we've done out of any. It's just so good. um But I think as well, like. Peter, in South Dublin, I suppose, what makes the best in Waterford are the bar staff, really, more than anything, you know, uh, as well as the, the historic layout and all that kind of stuff. Do you have any highlights, or, like, do you have any favourite interactions from a barman or bartender or barwoman ever?
1: First, uh,
2: that was the wild minute. that's a that's a concoction, an absolute concoction. Um, Cav, we we part, part of the reason why we got wanted to get John was actually one, one of our podcasts that I suppose one of our most listened to podcasts back when pubs were a thing. Um, was one about was what was actually a podcast we named a few points about the Irish language, um, and and your. Well known in Irish Twitter spheres as an Irish language activist, uh, I know that you're very involved in Pobal Talks um, and obviously you're you're uh, uh, one of the, the mother folklore family. Um, so I suppose briefly, uh, before we get into the Northern polls, um, how do you feel about the Irish language at the moment? Like how the, the the current state of play in Ireland in relation to the Irish language you've got, up in the six counties up north. Um, and, a, and, a, and an awful lot of, I suppose, speak about the Irish language um, pre-pandemic. So, how do you think we're fixed? Uh, first of all, I think one of the reasons A few
1: bites about the Irish language is so listened to is I've listened to it multiple do <laughs> times. It was really, it was really enjoyable. It's the only snowcast episode I've actually listened to uh, more um, than. I thought, I thought it was good. Um, how are we in the Irish language? I mean, to be honest. With you. We have to talk about pre-lockdown, pre-pandemic. It's the last time we got useful information from. Things were, um, th- not to say in rude health, but the Irish language was looking better than ever, healthier than ever. More people speak uh, at any time in recent history. Um, more to do in the Irish language um, than ever before. More Irish language content being created, more content about the Irish language being created. That's even podcasts such as yourselves and Kind of, that, that idea of like you taking a casual chat a podcast and setting pubs and talking about the Irish language for um, an hour or whatever it was—it's kind of was that it's it's just breaking into mainstream consciousness. And it's not weird anymore. It's not a niche. It's just there. Um, so looking, you're in really good nick to be honest with you. And you know, one of the key things as well about it is like the reason we set up Pop Up Gaeltip a couple of years ago.
2: That's really good. I think, I think first of all, you make a great point about the argument about the cost of the language because uh, that's been completely disproven. I think um, there was a paper published by uh, Kununagwega in 2016, 2015, 2016, that showed that uh, what we spend to, to keep the language as an official language in the EU is it, it equates to €2.20 Euro per citizen per year, uh, I think. So, I mean, you're you're not looking at anything that's a burden on anyone. It's not a burden on society at all, and um, and if anything, I think it, I think it adds to society. Um, Owen, based on what Peter said there, what what's your take on the Irish language at the moment?
1: That's what it is if anyone comes out.
2: There are some great points, I actually am glad you brought up kneecap on because, um, you know, I love kneecap, I think they're brilliant, but I think, I, th- I think as well, like, you have to look at you know, you, there's, there have been some funny developments with kneecap with TG Hatter and RT since they've come out, and, and they've been called X, Y, and Z and banned from certain radio stations and stuff. And I always think, like, at the end of the day, if the language could be accepted as normal and not weird as, as Cav, as you were saying, now it's not weird to speak Irish. You know of course Irish speakers also do drugs and have sex and do like everything else that all English speakers do and it's I look at it as a really positive step because it's normalizing the language it's it's using the language in a way that we use English every day and I, I'd also add to what you say have about like um, someone not knowing a word and throwing in English or or like knowing a basic structure of a sentence but but like not speaking it perfectly I don't fucking speak grammatically perfect English every day. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely don't. I, I, I think very few of us actually do. But what's really interesting speaking in ECAP is Mowgli Bap's eldest brother, Anla, I actually knew growing up. And, like, their, their family story is fascinating. And and just a shout-out to Anla's podcast, the Rebel Matters podcast, where he does some on Irish and some in English. And, and I, I spoke Irish, obviously, as a younger person, to speak Irish or Anla but like it was the first time I was exposed to someone from West Belfast with that very particular thick accent speaking Irish and you know what it was it was challenging but it was actually when, once you actually listened and it actually told me how to listen a bit better geez it was lovely having a conversation with Anla and Irish and he actually has a great podcast where he interviews his father about the growth of Irish in West Belfast and I mean if they can grow Irish the Irish language in Belfast and they, and they can, <laughs> i wonder what the hovering head is doing. <laughs> but you know, like- I had to turn the light on. The sun's gone down, I had to turn the light on. If you could, uh, <laughs> I was wondering, yeah, it's fairly impressive. Uh, if, if if you could recreate what the community in West Belfast did in pockets around the country, in 10 years time, you would see the figures jump. I, I actually did a bit of bit of digging into the figures before we came on, just out of interest. And in the last census, um, I, th- I think, Cav, you said, uh, like you said, up oh, Papa Quayle at the end of 2016, there was an awful lot of, of, of absolute tripe written about the Irish language in 2016. And a lot of it, I think, was on the back of the census where uh, I think Irish language speakers from the census in 2011 dropped by 13,000, um, but it was still like 1.7 million people. So it was a slight drop in 2016 in overall figures, but when you, it's all about how do you interpret data? And you can very basically say there's a drop in the number of speakers, but there was a huge shift in the, the age profile of Irish speakers over that over the previous 15 years to a much younger demographic, and a much bigger proportion of younger people are speaking Irish now than did. I mean, like the lowest, um, on, under 60s, the lowest percentage of people who speak Irish are in the 20s. That are people in their 20s in 2016, believe it or not. Um. Which, which we would have fallen in, I was 26 and 2016, and I think, like, you know, you have to you have to look at it and say, 20, 30 this year. Yeah. I, was, I, was 30, I was 32. But you have you have to look at that and say, right, like, why, what are the reasons why myself and Owen's generation didn't speak Irish? We had, it, it, you know, is it because of the Celtic tiger and globalization and, and you know, the world becoming a smaller place? That being said, when you look at the change, like, how you interpret the demographics, like, there are a lot more young people speaking Irish now than they have done. And you just look at you know the kneecap of Mars over the last two years. We've got Norse Magazine, which is a brilliant online publication in the Irish medium. Um we've got An Shupa Lower, which um I know you guys spoke to a motherfucklore about, Radio Nallifa, you've mentioned their Cav like there are so many like really like innovative um Irish language um I suppose, mediums being driven by younger people, like a Muntour Meg on Instagram and people like that, you know. We've got, like, the Irish language is, if you look at the demographic of people under 30 years of age now, the Irish language is thriving, as you said at the start, better than it has ever done so before. I think you're spot on with that.
1: Sure. Look at that. We, we get it. You look at our back It's good. <laughs> look, at the, uh, look, look at the. Look at mo- the. Who, who, who does not it, it, It's amazing content. Uh, she's absolutely really fantastic about making the you Irish know, so uh, accessible to everyone. Uh, and it's really, you know, a brilliant way of doing things. Um, I think social media is massive. It's a huge part of it. Like, it's kind of, there's no one clear-cut answer as to why. There's sort of an uptick and there's kind of a, a missing generation. Half ah. Yeah. (laughs) Obrigado. <laughs> Yeah.
2: I think I, I, I think you're dead right and I think if if an Irish language hip hop rap act from West Belfast can get into the mainstream like NECAP have, if there's anyone out there who has any other ideas in relation to Irish language, why can it not work? You know, NECAP sort of shows in the UK for God's sake and they're rapping about you know they're rapping about doing drugs, they're rapping about the trouble or the well, they're rapping about aspects of discrimination in the north and they're being satirical about um, post-colonialism, and I mean, why why can nobody else do have an idea and go with an Irishman? I think I think North is a great example as well because like what I love about North is they 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 publish every, every week their like most um, visited articles, most visited items of the week, and even um, even even for example like uh, we were, we would have went to college with Kira Kenny the artist, Kira who um, does doodles for North as well, and like. I have to say, like, some, some, some of those doodles are as good as you're going to see in terms of, like, um, satirical, uh, you know, finger on the pulse, um, current affairs, aware art repre- representations of society that you're going to see in any sphere. And she's doing it Gaelga, a lot of the time on Norse. And you know what? It's, it's, it's modern Irish being very relevant in a globalised world. Um, uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic to see yeah it's brilliant Kyria because just
1: Kyria Kenny she's, she's unreal, like, she is one of my favourite artists uh, currently working and, and simply because of that that sort of lave, uh, that everything she has on society and the ability to have uh, Zulella, as T.G. Carr used to call it yeah. and, 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 like, it's, it's been brilliant and, and to be honest with you it was a very very clever decision by Nose uh, and their editor Machio Okwami
2: to be fair she is Um, Owen what about your consumption of Irish media at the moment what's it like It's amazing, there's there's a really good playlist that was pointed out to me on Twitter uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was actually, um, I, I tweeted, um, I tweeted some musicians, uh, that have a couple of shows on TJ Carr, um, and that would be prevalent. TJ Carr just say, like, is there any chance you could put together a Spotify playlist and I shine this stuff um, that we could have like some of the regular songs that feature, um, like Marvore and other songs like that? I mean, like, I this is, this, this is what I think is fascinating, like, when you actually listen to Irish songs, like, we are some of the randiest, craziest fuckers in the history of the planet, like, all these old songs that, they're all about riding and fighting and killing people, every single one of them, like, Forging has to be one of the most, like, psychotic songs that you're ever going to listen to, um, and I just, I, 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 just, yeah, I we do, we do. Yeah, it's dark. Um, it's absolutely mental. But I, I like, you know, of war which is like the, the start of that's like um, I have women all over the place. But Myra Moore is the best one of all of them. Like you know, and he's going off to English man and places like this and, and throwing the leg over and then he's back to Mo- Myra is the best though. He'll always come back to her. You know, and it, I just just think like it's it's brilliant that stuff like kneecap moderners and modernising. Language and stuff like that, but there are some fantastic turns of phrases in these kind of songs. But then, um, John Spillan, like John Spillan, is a, my personal cup of tea listening to music. But he's got a great playlist on Spotify that I found doing with this kind of looking at how right I need to listen a few more um songs. well. and uh, he's got a, a, a playlist on Spotify that's uh, Songs We Learned Irish Songs We Learned in School. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely, oh, yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I, I highly recommend everyone just have one listen through because there's some of the songs there that you like, on am Vodran that you've just forgotten existed if you haven't engaged. And then, the, yeah, the, oh, oh yeah. I, I, was, I did, yeah. "Bodjanile" going in, in University Hospital there a couple of weeks ago, and got got a couple of the staff members humming along. Then coming after lunch, and someone's humming "Bodjanile" in University Hospital Watford, and 2020 like you know that's that's what you want that I, th- I think that's that's ultimately like i think everyone has their part to play with their language going forward like but, like even if you don't know any just learn a small bit learn what you, learn. Learn a small bit and just just fucking give that to someone else you know i think i think um i suppose usually cav what we're, what we're trying to aim at this now for for going forward is uh have the little chat about the more serious stuff and uh, i'm gonna gonna ask you some nonsense questions now just to Try and get the old giggles flowing. Um. Okay, okay, I'm
1: good.
2: Re- Let me just top up my pint of wine. Oh, pints of wine. Pints of wine. Brings it back uh, to the cold I, I, I said I would have pints, but um. um cheers, chin That's the that's the that's the Dutch That's the Dutch uh, courage you need to go after <laughs> Peggy Uh If you. If you could play in a film any character from Irish language mythology, Irish language books, Irish language songs, who would you play? Good one.
3: Um, probably Fionn McCool. Um, mm.
1: Because Fionn McCool, like a lot of people may know the story of the Salmon Knowledge, and they may know some of the, rest of the mythology, but actually reading it, and if you read even the English language treatments of the Defeanian cycle, See
2: and great grandparents came from here it's yours and it's fucking class so I'd, I'd like to do that feel very good have you got anyone uh yeah i, I
0: was probably going to say course, yeah even to touch on that as well um like i'm I'm always amazed that like disney has never touched us like
3: properly like you know that like you have the likes of they, like they did that was, this, was it was them a bit
0: brave
2: or was that brave so, yeah I mean, in fairness, they did, like, like, I think you make more of a beast thing, like, no, think of a dog beast, like, dog-beast, like, this thing was meant to be massive, like, that dog was meant to be absolutely gigantic, like a guard, like yeah. huge guard. Yeah, but he was a nine-year-old
0: child. Everything's gonna be massive to a nine-year-old
2: child. Perfect. I I just, say, like, yeah, just, you'd, you'd have to, you'd just have to- murder the beloved family pet. You'd, you'd have to <laughs> somehow, you'd have to somehow cast Joe Canning as Coo Cullen as a nine-year-old child as well. <laughs> <laughs> but the other, the other, thing, the other thing the I'd add. And the, no. <laughs> um, the other thing I'd add to that is, uh, I I wouldn't be too concerned, Cav, to be honest, about Disney portraying the uh, the historical accuracy of the story. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I don't think Pocahontas is um, I think that they, they 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 definitely uh, they definitely mm. went around the edges a bit there. Like, you know, and and, and you know, they left out all the Yeah. Okay? Oh, listen, and there was tapes of it, no, apparently. No, no, and I'm not even like a sneaky side, not even a sneaky side character whose name could be rearranged for syphilis. You know, like, no. uh, or Sir Philip or something. If you said it really quickly, <laughs> Sir Philip. Oh, uh, you nearly cost me a really good laptop. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I, I tell you what. I think I, I don't want to take something right now because I think you'll enjoy this one. If I was to play anyone from Irish literature or Irish songs or Irish history, in our speak, speaking uh, times. I'd probably play your man in Colossae Tríseam um, because you had a great time. I mean, I, I think you had a great time. It depends on what way you translate it. Love the reference. Uh, that's our most downloaded episode of Mother
1: Folklore, where um, our, our podcast dad, Darragh, was on maternity leave. So the rest of us went to Maynooth and we did a live show where we read out a badly googled translated porno. Put it this way, it was so badly translated that it actually came across as a terribly, uh, a terrible diatribe on animal cruelty. There was roosters going into donkey's left right in the
2: centre. I had had the laugh like because, you know, (laughs) You know, I listened to that podcast driving back from a wedding in Cork, back to Waterford, at like half two in the morning that I went to stray from work. So I basically had done a, I'd done a like 16-hour day and I'm driving two hours and I said, I'll throw on mother folklore, sure, this will be handy enough, like a, a nice listen to get me home. You. Nice you bastards, like half two in the morning, I nearly ended up in every ditch between fucking y'all and Dungarvind. <laughs> Oh, stop. Oh, that's a good one. Um, (laughs) uh, I think think, think what we might do is we might um, might wrap up the podcasting for now, call it a day. I have have a segment. I have a quiz for duty. Oh, segment.
3: Best. <laughs> right.
0: So Peter, you go first.
1: Um so what what is the Irish
2: for Green Party? Oreo's <laughs> oh, class. Oh He's on the board. He's on the board. Imagine if you got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's only our spokesperson for Irish life. Ask me like well, you asked me one of our favorite beers, I mean uh, we talk about it every week. <laughs> definitely better yeah. than Google Translate. <laughs> so, um, I have Google, No Google, Google Translate,
0: no, Google Translate is not going to play ball with me. Uh, so, these are not from um, Google Translate, a lot of these
2: are from Dadox uh, Journal.ie articles. So, um, he, he has Youngster with just an O put in, so... No, I I, 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 I go with Cav to be honest there, I'm going to body... I'm gonna body Jaroc, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak for him and say he was bored and just got lazy at that point in the My family are going to be so ashamed of me, like they're going to to denounce me as an alcoholic. Kaleh to the tricks and to say, Cav, you could have just uh, walked backwards and uh, taken fantasy baseball and just swapped baseball for pel. Uh, baseball, fantasy baseball is usually known as rotisserie baseball because
3: apparently we're all fat fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, it's not vodka. Is it's in the tens? So either 10.1 or 10.8, I think. 10.1. I'm just gonna double check. What you printed is wrong. Let me see. Let me
0: see.
2: The suspense is killing me. And then you got like, who's taking the next one? David O'Leary. Yeah, Channel your inner David O'Leary now, Cat. You have to beat me. (laughs) I actually don't know. Um, Wolf of Mars Street. I can tell. I can- I can tell you it's a black forest host out. Yeah. Go, I wanna. I wanna. I to go. I'm going to tell you that DJ. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, four point eight percent. No, six point two. Whoa, oh, she was. She was a feisty little yoke.
3: We all
2: have yeah. good yeah. So no. no, we all have good penmanship. Wait, wait, don't you just say work in healthcare? <laughs> <laughs> we, we read the shite penmanship. Uh, that's the one with the blank label. I have no idea. Uh, absolutely no idea. 4.0. Well <laughs> 4.20. That's his bonus point. He, he didn't just beat me, he wiped the floor. Brilliant, fair play. Uh, listen, lads, we'll probably stop the recording here now and finish our drinks. Uh, with a private conversation that won't be online, so we can say what we really think. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. That's just for your Patreon subscribers, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. WWW, yeah, Yeah, yeah. 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 patreon.com forward slash snowcast. (laughs) (laughs) Only fans forward slash snowcast. Uh, listen, calf Thanks a million for coming on, man. It's, it's been really good. Uh, uh, Absolute pleasure. we we'll have, a pleasure. Can't wait to do it in real life. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We'll have to do it in real life again soon. Uh, everyone, thanks a million for tuning in. We'll put this out as audio as well for um, the ears of, of uh, all of the other people uh, who couldn't be with us live. And uh, sound as well. Talk to you soon.